and welcome to the 50 Shades of Pink podcast. I'm your host, Josephine. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the working world for women with our guest speaker, Ms. Dineshni. Hello, Ms. Dineshni. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we start off, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, Josephine. Uh, okay, my name is Dineshni. You can call me Dini. Uh, I think I don't want to tell my age. I'm very young, but I have a pretty quite a uh, working experience. I'm a mechanical engineer. I have uh, three different majors, aircraft engineering, mechanical engineering, and I recently completed my master's in uh, HSE, which falls under chemical engineering. And I'm currently also pursuing my PhD in University of Malaya. And work experience, I've uh, worked in uh, aviation and also in a R&D sector. And currently, I'm attached to a new company, also in R&D sector. So that's a quick recap about myself. So, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Ms. Inishin. That's truly wonderful. You've really had a great journey as a female engineer. It's not something that we heard of a lot. Aircraft engineer, chemical mm-hmm. engineering, that's really inspiring. And even pursuing your, deep, your PhD right now, that's really cool. So there's no mm-hmm. doubt that you're such an inspiring woman. So could you please share with us what actually inspired you to pursue a career in the industry that you're currently in? Okay, I would say it's because of my dad. Because uh, when I was young, he fixes everything. Until now, all the washing machines, my iron is everything's like 20 to 30 years old. Because uh, I learned one thing from him is like, uh, when something damages, like, you know, something is not working, instead of replacing it, try to fix it. In that case, it's not really like you save a lot of money, but it becomes antique. You know, you learn to appreciate the things better. And on top of that, my dad was, a, was also an engineer. He was a civil engineer. So he used to share about, uh, you know, his uh, work experience and all his, uh, you know, about his field. So that's how I got interested into uh, engineering, but specifically aircraft engineering, because uh, I always wanted to try something that no, uh, you know, women would try. Like aircraft engineering is something, it's very male-dominated. So it's very hard to see females in that industry in aviation. So that's the main reason why I pursued in aircraft engineering. And I slowly moved into mechanical engineering due to some reasons. And yeah, currently I'm a mechanical engineer now. Interesting. You took up something that is not common. Now you're proving to others that women can do it as well. That's really interesting. So what's one thing about your career that you didn't expect at first? Okay, when I newly joined uh, aircraft engineering, I never came across all this gender discrimination thingy. I went through a gender discrimination, not only in college, but also in my uh, workplace. It's People have this misconception about um, engineering, especially when you say, uh, you know, mechanical engineering. It's They say it's a, it's male's job, it's male's field, but actually it's, um, it's not male's field, it's just male-dominated field. So that is the the thing that I didn't expect. Like, you know, they, they put females down. Like certain tasks, they don't allow you to do because you're a female. So that's something that I didn't expect at all. But I, I learned a lot to how to come across all this thing. Uh, I learned to be bold. I learned to uh, voice out. I like raise my voice towards my lectures. I ask them to give me an opportunity. And uh, yeah, that's how I deal with the things that I didn't expect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as we all know, that engineering is not a field that's popular amongst women, and hence the struggle is greater to prove to others that even women can do it as well. So as a mechanical engineer, what have been yeah. some of the struggles that you face in your working place and what have you learned from it? Okay, in my previous job task, actually, the purpose, I, would, I wouldn't say purposely, but I think just because I was, uh, you know, small size, they put me into a designing uh, sector and um, it 
I was the only female into in, in that designing sector and no one was in that particular department and everyone was uh, guys in in my previous company and when I asked for a rotation like a department rotation they didn't let me and I assumed that's because of my you know small size so what I did was my job previously was to design parts for system so right after I complete designing this the parts what I did was I just went to workshop I worked with the the blue collar guys we call the technicians or on the other hand we call them a uh, blue collar guys so I used to work with them and I learned to do welding uh, hand grinding I learned to do torch cutting use of a uh, lathe machine milling machines all these things so my boss actually uh, he literally saw me doing all this uh, the man's job and the funny part is the male engineers they don't know anything about welding they don't know how to operate lathe machines it's kind of funny because Usually they have this uh, misconception like technicians and engineers. Technicians are more to uh, hands-on skills, skills-based guys. And the engineers are more to like the technical, I mean, sorry, the theoretical guys. They they go based on books. So I broke that thing. I learned uh, the, the things that guys would do, which is welding. I'm pretty sure no girls. I mean, there might be girls, but very rare to see girls welding. But I did that. Oh, you went over and beyond your job scope. To yeah, scope beyond my scope, right? yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really amazing. And I'm sure you have really inspiring goals in life. But you've mentioned earlier some struggles that are pretty big. And I'm sure it's tiring to wake up daily and know that you have to prove this before and you have to fight these things. So what are some of your goals that you're pursuing in this field? And what are the steps that you're taking to keep yourself in track? You know, we always say, I'm going to do this and that. We plan for things, but we never really take proper measures to make sure that we actually reach it. Or maybe some of us are trying to reach our goals, but we're looking in the wrong direction or taking steps are not good enough. So could you please share with us some tips that you take Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, when I told I'm doing my PhD, I would like to say one thing. Uh, in engineering, PhD is not necessary. Like, don't ever do something just because others are doing it. Always have your own goal. For me, why I'm doing my PhD is uh, I'm not planning to be an engineer for lifelong. At the age of 50, 60, I can't be working as a, you know, an engineer in the field it, because, you know, I'll, I'll have my own family and I'll get tired. So I wanted to publish papers, uh, publish articles. And I want to have my own copyrights. Like, you know, I want to create something new. Uh, uh, it can be an invention or it can be a theory or idea. I want to have my patent rights under my name. I want to publish and sell those ideas to companies like freelance companies. So that is the main reason why I'm doing my PhD. So girls or students uh, who's planning to pursue, uh, you know, in, not only in engineering, it can be any field. Don't set goals for the next two years, the next three years. Always have a longer period of goals. Like what you're going to do at the end of your, I mean, almost, you know, at, at the age of a retirement, like what would you will be like, what you're going to do when you're going to retire? Are you going to be working as an engineer up, you know, for 40 years? Do you want to work as an engineer? So always set goals. For a longer period so that you can you can ask yourself okay once i reach this what's next and once you come to that particular position what's next so when you plan your your career uh, path always start from a and make sure you complete up to z like you start as a technician you grow as an engineer and then you move to manager post and then you move to upper level and then you always set your goals i'm, I'm just giving example in my field and uh, the other field i'm not sure but i think this can is applicable in all the fields so instead of uh, you know setting goals for for longer i mean shorter period always set goals for lifelong like a timeline like you know like a timeline of your achievements or, or things to be achieved that's really something to be applied even if our, as our students itself or life it's easier to always mm -hmm. say i'll stay where i am and I'll survive here 
we've chosen to go beyond that. It's really amazing. So before we come to the last questions, just want to ask you, Ms. Nishi, could you share with us what is the proudest moment or something that gives you the feeling of accomplishment in your career? I mean, you've accomplished a lot so far. I can say that things that you've done, the areas that you are really good in, but what is that proud moment that you had in your career? Uh broad moment but I turn it down <laughs> in my previous company I was actually promoted as a general manager just because I knew the the technical skills and also I had the the paper qualification because in order to stay in a managerial post you need paper qualification at the same time you need a, a technical skills then only you can actually move up so I was the youngest to be actually uh, they wanted to promote me but uh, they actually uh, not say promoted they they offered that job general manager but I did not take it uh, because it's advice for everyone for position don't ever rush for position like you know like uh, in engineering I would say like in engineering we have like a few positions we have a project leader we have a project manager and then we have a project engineers and then move to the department managers so I would say don't ever skip your position always go step by step like you're an engineer move to project engineer and then your project leader and then a project manager so move you know step by step so you will learn you will literally learn what is the job is like and how's the pressure is and you will you learn how the thing works at each level of your growth so don't ever skip and that was my proudest moment because I, within like six to seven months i was actually promoted as a gm but uh, i i did not take that that position but i'm really proud that i was offered that position yeah, learning through the process and not just wanting yeah, to rush to it. That's really amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing. Before we come to an end, what would your advice be to our dear listeners out here who are listening and they are planning to pursue a career in the same industry as you? Okay, uh, not only in engineering, if it's engineering, you guys are most welcome. In any engineering you guys are applying or planning to pursue, you know, always do a proper research. Like in engineering, all people know is like, okay, they have mechanical engineering, they have electrical engineering, they have uh, uh, chemical engineering. But under this engineering, we have a lot of branch out. Like in mechanical engineering, we have power plant engineering, we have process, we have production engineering. There's a lot of engineering under that. So know what you like, because most of the engineers, when you ask them, why did you choose engineering? They would say, because they love maths and physics. But trust me, you won't apply the maths and physics in all the engineering. It's more to... Uh, it's more of critical thinking and how your your how do you act or react in a certain position where you know you have to put your company's goal first sometimes you can't be applying your your if let's say you're really good in designing you can't be going there and just do a freelance designing of you know whatever the company is doing you have to design and make improvements so it also uh, you know affects the company's revenue so no Always make sure you know that, okay, this particular engineering, what's the job scope? Will you be able to adapt to that, that you know, that, that pressure, that particular ambience or environment you're working in? And then you pursue that particular job. Don't just simply, you know, without doing any research, just knowing the, you know, the, the, the overlay, the basic, and then just jump into a, a career because that, trust me, it will, four years of degree is nothing. After that, you're going to work for the rest of your life in that particular field. So don't regret Always do a proper research before you're moving into a field. And also, one thing I would like to say is uh, for female, uh, females who are entering into engineering, don't ever feel uh, you know, reluctant or 
put yourself down just because you're a female or because you're a thin. Always know that you set your limit because uh, if let's say you, you you tell yourself that you can't do that task because it's you know it's quite heavy job or it's a guy's job, obviously you won't be able to do because you already set your mentality to that you know to that level. So you will know your capability. Don't ever set your limit based on what people are telling. So always set your own limit. Don't get influenced by uh, others. And I wish everyone all the best. Hope you guys are, you know, choose the right path and have a successful uh, career ahead too. Thank you, Josephine. Nice. Yeah, I do agree. So it's important to test the waters to see how deep is it before we're actually diving, right? Especially in engineering, it's a very practical kind of job. You actually have to know what you're doing. And so head knowledge is not always the most important aspect in this. Right. Thank you very much, yes. Ms. Dimishni, for your time and sharing your valuable experience here with us. And thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in to 50 Shades of Thing. Have a great day and don't forget to follow our podcast on Spotify.